Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar. We've been going through the Old Testament, seeing how Jesus and his gospel factors into every story. If you've missed any of them, search through the podcast or vlog for the studies on the books of Genesis through Ruth. As we continue God's story, which is really our story, I am changing how we go through the bulk of the rest of the Old Testament. If you read the Bible from cover to cover, the historical books get a bit confusing as the timeline isn't straight. My goal is to, as for the next studies, is to do them in historical sequence. So we'll bounce around the Old Testament, but the stories will make better sense. Jesus is the hero of the entire Bible, and we'll find him everywhere as we go along. Um, you'll also see how the Old Testament sets us up for the New Testament. And I've covered most of the New Testament, and you can find those studies along with podcast playlists on my blog. I pray that as you hear this message, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart and eyes and mind to understand what his spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Let's dig in. Are you a born-again Christian with Catholic friends or family members? Have you struggled with how to bring up the truth of Jesus' salvation? I had the same problem, so I put together a free ebook, The Catholic Mission Field in Our Backyards. It's a guide to help you start the conversation and plant the seed that will get them thinking, am I missing something? Check it out. It's a free download on my website. You'll find the link in the show notes. Oh, please, let me know if it helped you. Jeremiah 5, do you not fear God and his judgment? At some point in the not too distant future, God will judge everyone. No one will escape God's judgment. With that said, the good news is that if you are a born again believer, you're already pardoned. What you'll get is a crown, a reward based on the life you led on earth. Obviously, if you're not born again, then you are doomed to spend eternity in hell. Therefore, it behooves you to pay attention to what the true teachers of the word say and ignore what false prophets say. Learn from the past. Let's dig in. Jeremiah 5. The sins of Judah. Run up and down every street in Jerusalem, says the Lord. Look high and low, search throughout the city. If you can find even one just and honest person, I will not destroy the city. But even when they are under oath, saying, as surely as the Lord lives, they're still telling lies. <sighs> Lord, you are searching for honesty. You struck your people, but they paid no attention. You crushed them, but they refused to be corrected. They are determined with faces set in stone. They have refused to repent. Then I said, but what can we expect from the poor? They are ignorant. They don't know the ways of the Lord. They don't understand God's laws. So I will go and speak to their leaders. Surely they know the ways of the Lord and understand God's laws. But the leaders too, as one man had thrown off God's yoke and broken his chains. So now a lion from the forest will attack them. A wolf from the desert will pounce on them. A leopard will lurk near their towns, tearing them 
and tearing apart any who dare to venture out. For their rebellion is great, and their sins are many. How could I pardon you? For even your children have turned from me. They have sworn by gods that are not gods at all. Little g-gods. I fed my people until they were full. But they thanked me by committing adultery and lining up at the brothel, brothels. can't say the word. They are well-fed, lusty stallions, each neighboring for his neighbor's wife. Should I not punish them for this, says the Lord? Should I not avenge myself against such a nation? Go down the rows of the vineyards and destroy the grapevines, leaving a scattered few alive. Strip the branches from the vines, for these people do not belong to the Lord. The people of Israel and Judah are full of treachery against me, says the Lord. They have lied about the Lord and said, he won't bother us. No disasters will come upon us. There will be no war or famine. God's prophets are all windbags who don't really speak for him. Let their predictions of disaster fall on themselves. Therefore, this is what the Lord God of heaven's army says. Because the people are talking like this, my messages will flame out of your mouth and burn the people like kindling wood. O Israel, I will bring a distant nation against you, says the Lord. It is a mighty nation, an ancient nation, a people whose language you do not know, whose speech you cannot understand. Their weapons are deadly. Their warriors are mighty. They will devour the food of your harvest. They will devour your sons and daughters. They will devour your flocks and herds. They will devour your grapes and figs, and they will destroy your fortified towns, which you think are so safe. Yet, even in those days, I will not blot you out completely, says the Lord. And when your people ask, why did the Lord our God do all this to us? You must reply, you rejected him and gave yourselves to foreign gods in your own land. Now you will serve foreigners in a land that is not your own. A warning for God's people. Verse 20. Make this announcement to Israel or Jacob. Say this to Judah. Listen, you foolish and senseless people with eyes that do not see and ears that do not hear. Have you no respect for me? Why do you tremble in my presence? I, the Lord, define the ocean's sandy shoreline and an everlasting boundary that the waters cannot cross. The waves may toss and roar, but they can never pass the boundaries I set but my people have stubborn and rebellious hearts. They have turned away and abandoned me. They do not say from the heart, let us live in awe of the Lord our God, for he gives us rain each spring and fall, assuring us of a harvest when the time is right. Your wickedness has deprived you of these wonderful blessings. Your sin has robbed you of all these good things. Among my people are wicked men, who lie and wait for victims like a hunter hiding in a blind. They continually set traps to catch people. They, like, a, like a cage filled with birds, their homes are filled with evil plots. And now they are great and rich. They are fat and sleek, and there is no limit to their wicked deeds. They refuse to provide justice to orphans and deny the rights of the poor. Should I not punish them for this, says the Lord? Should I not avenge myself against such a nation? A horrible and shocking thing, 
thing has happened in this land. The prophets give false prophecies and the priests rule with an iron hand. Worse yet, my people like it that way. But what will you do when the end comes? It's the end of Jeremiah 5. That's a great question. What will you do when the end comes? What happened back then is happening now. Yes, history is repeating itself. It does that, you know. Let's digest this chapter. First, God challenges Jeremiah to go around Jerusalem and search for one, just one righteous, honest person. If he finds that person, God will spare the whole city. Problem is, there's not even one good person who follows the law that God so carefully laid out for them. God tried shaking them up, but they refused to repent. I believe that America is going through God's shaking up right now. Where are people turning to? Not to God. A recent Pew Research poll showed that the fastest growing religion in the U.S. are the nuns. That's N-O-N-E-S. These are people who have walked away from God and the church. The people back then in uh, Jeremiah's day refused to be corrected. They refused to repent. These are known as backsliders. They hear the word of God, but they don't want to leave their lives of sin. Jesus talked about these in the parable of the sower in Matthew 13. And I have a study on that in my blog. If you want to click on over, there's a link there. I had a friend in my very liberal progressive church back in Florida who later converted to Judaism. I couldn't figure out how she could deny that Jesus was the Messiah. I met with her years later and I realized that she was never a believer which goes to show that she wasn't being fed the truth in the progressive church. So she went to a religion where she felt comfortable. These false preachers teach a feel-good gospel that's no gospel at all. They just want to fill seats and the donation buckets. They don't care that they're leading people to eternal damnation. That's an example of the false teachers or leaders that Jeremiah mentions in verse 5. Surely. They would preach the truth, but no, they didn't and don't now. They've departed from God's word today, and they're called woke pastors. It's apostasy, the turning away from the church, the true faith, the truth, the good news. Paul warned Timothy in 1 Timothy 4, starting in verse 3. Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, some will turn away from the true faith they will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. These people are hypocrites and liars and their consciences, consciences are dead. So here Jeremiah speaks of the coming Babylonian invasion. They wiped Judah and Jerusalem off the map, almost. With God, judgment is severe, but it was not total annihilation. They weren't totally wiped off the face of the earth like at the flood. Since they were so fond of the foreign gods, they were carted off to a foreign land with foreign customs and a foreign language, which they did not understand. We'll learn the details of how life was in Babylon when we get to the books of Daniel, Esther, and Ezekiel. They took God's blessings for granted without thanking and praising him. A clear warning to the people and us too. In verse 22, God asks, have you no respect for me? That's the fear of God. That's seeing and understanding that God is the Almighty. He is everywhere. He sees everything. 
He also knows everything. There is nothing you can do that he doesn't know about, period. And um, I have a study I did uh, a few months ago, God's I am statements. It's everywhere from Exodus to Revelation, where God says, I am who I am. He is, I am. The last two verses should shake you. Verse 30, a horrible and shocking thing has happened in this land. The prophets give false prophecies and the priests rule with an iron hand. Worse yet, my people like it that way. But what will you do when the end comes? False teachers lie about the Lord. They water down the gospel to make people feel good in church. Clearly, the people are either satisfied with the false teachings or they just walk away from the church. And um, I have a, an article on how to discern between false teacher and the gospel truth. Eat the Holy Spirit. Hint. I was one of those who walked away from the Catholic Church when I was 18. Something was telling me that their false teachings were not right. However, at that age, let loose in college, I became a prodigal. One of the nuns, the N-O-N-E-S, no church, no praying, I walked away from God. God led me back, but I resisted. And you can click on over to my blog, and at the bottom of today's blog is are the links to my testimony. Which brings us back to the question, what will you do when the end comes? Well, in case you haven't noticed, we are living in the end times, the last days. And in my blog, I have a link to uh, other Bible prophecy preachers, and you can take a look at some of their videos if you don't believe me. In fact, I embedded one from um, a couple of days ago at, in today's blog. That's uh, Pastor Tom Hughes um, talking about, he even mentions Jeremiah, and I looked at that. We haven't gotten to the chapters that he mentions yet, but it was very interesting what he said. So I'll have, I'll, um, I'll let you watch it for yourself. And then, of course, I did a study on the whole book of Revelation. And it's, and it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a study made for, for the basics. And it doesn't go as deep as the book of Revelation can go, but it gives you the basics of what's going on in the book of Revelation. But it's time to get right with God before it's too late. So if you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven after you die or that you won't be left behind at the rapture. What you have to do is invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift and confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes or you can click on over my blog and click where it says how to invite Jesus into your life. Um, and again, the bottom of today's blog is that, uh, is a special video on, uh, Bible prophecy by Tom Huge, which I recommend that you watch this video because it's really, it's eye opening. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. If you're a born-again believer helping a Catholic friend or family member start reading the Bible, it's a great idea to give them one. But which version or translation would be a good one for them? There are too many to choose from. 
As a former Catholic, it helped me to have a Bible translation in plain everyday English. And I know many evangelical Christians are very much attached to the King James Version. That's fine if that's what you grew up with. Remember, Catholics have grown up with priests and nuns telling them they don't need to read the Bible. All they have to do is trust the church to teach them what they need to know, only they don't, and that's the problem. When I first started going back to church, a well-meaning friend told me to get a King James Version. Well, guess what? I got frustrated with the these and thous and stopped reading it, totally defeating the purpose. Eventually, I got the new international version, or the NIV, and that was the best for a new Christian to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Today, I also study from the New King James Version, or NKJV, and the New Living Translation, the NLT. I'm now an affiliate of Christian Book Distributors, and I've chosen three study Bibles that will be a great gift for that Catholic or progressive friend whom you'd like to help get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. They are also a great, they're also great for the new Christian believer. Check them out. The link is in the show notes. And by the way, all commissions will be donated to one or more of the Bible translating ministries listed on my site. So give the gift of the word of God and help spread the word while you're at it. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times, but know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.